Fighting for the Faith is listener-supported. That means we truly depend on you in order to bring this resource to you. If you don't already support us financially, you could do so. Visit our website, fightingforthefaith.com. You'll see our three friendly yellow buttons there. One says donate. The other says join our crew. The other says become a patron. Click on one of them and fill that out. If you'd like to support us the traditional way, you can make your gift payable to Fighting for the Faith and send it to Post Office Box 13344, Grand Forks, North Dakota, zip code 58208. And let me thank you for your support. We truly cannot do what we are doing here without it. It's time for another edition of Fighting for the Faith. Friday, January 22nd, 2021. Kind of fun working through the backlog here, reviewing where we've been. (laughs) And I can tell you from future self, it's not getting any better. (laughs) I feel like catching up on the podcast backlog is like doing some time travel. And I'm future me going, oh man, this is miserable. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Fighting for the Faith. My name is Chris Roseborough. I am your servant in Jesus Christ. This is the program that dishes up a dose of biblical discernment, the goal of which help you to think biblically, help you to think critically, help you to slow down, stop, open up your Bible and compare. Compare what people are saying in the name of God to the Word of God. No shortage of crazy things being said out there. We take the time to open up God's Word to compare, contrast what the most popular pastors, preachers, teachers, conference speakers are. Self-proclaimed prophets, prophetesses, self-appointed apostles and apostolettes, and those generally put forward by the evangelical industrial complex as those whom we need to be listening to, whose books apparently we need to be buying and whose small group curricula we should be studying instead of the Word of God. Yeah, weird how that works. Over and again, we demonstrate that the steady diet of doctrine that's put forward for consumption by the the average evangelical, far from biblical, far from what God's Word says, and it's just generally a mess out there. All right, in working back through our podcast, uh, you know, our, our archives and bringing our podcast up to speed, you knew we had to do it. We had to cover the episode where we actually, Steve Kozar and I, reviewed the, the highlights, lowlights, what I... You know, um, <laughs> they're not highlights, that's for sure. Um, the, all these bizarre Trump failed Trump prophecies, and of course, when we initially recorded this, it was uh, you know uh, you know already inauguration day, and Biden was now the president of the United States. So, since we're going to be doing a prophetic holy orders network information exchange syndicate update, uh, let's do this right, shall we? Head over to the YouTube channel. Here is me introducing my uh, co-host for the uh, the episode, Stephen Kozar, as we review the failed Trump prophecies. Here we go. Well, you knew we had to do it. We had to actually do a program dedicated specifically to the failed Trump prophecies, especially since some of these uh, false prophets, because that's what they are. 
some of these false prophets are doubling down now. I mean, I've even seen people talking about uh, Trump being a spiritual president rather than being a physical president. It's it's just Looney Tunes what's going on. But rather than you know head off into the deep uh, into the murkiness of these failed Trump prophecies by myself. Kozar thought it would be a good idea if uh, if the two of us <laughs> reviewed a video that he put together. And I agree. I agree. Kozar did a lot of the work here in putting this video together. And so uh, I've invited him on. Stephen Kozar, good to see you, sir. Great to be here, Chris. That's not your right greeting. You're supposed to say basta. Basta. That's oh, right. There you go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I, I'm still jealous. It's like every time you come into the uh, into the into the chat live chat in our premiere, it's like you know you you show up and you say Boston. It's like I don't. I still I don't have a good way to introduce myself that way. I'm so I fun. have so little in my life, Chris. Just let me have Boston. <laughs> that one thing. I tried Blamo and it didn't work. It just no. it, <laughs> it's a it's a pale substitute. It doesn't. It's. It doesn't even compare. It's. It. It's no. really. It <laughs> so. <laughs> and what if you give Cindy Jacobs a chance? She might give you something between Cindy uh, and Jim Baker. There might be something in the upcoming year. We can only hope. We can only hope. <laughs> okay, so you have put together, and it's longer than an hour. We're not going to go through the whole video. No. Longer than an hour. Failed Trump prophecies. And uh, and we'll, we're going to take a look at some of these. We're going to look at Pat Robertson and others and uh, and note that what biblically does this make them? This makes them false prophets. And here and here's the thing. I stand by the video we a few videos ago with, that I did pointing out that when somebody takes God's name in vain, uh, they have taken God's name and they've carried it into falsehood. That's how the Hebrew works out in uh, Genesis 20, verse 7. Uh, and uh, and so one cannot say the Lord told me Trump is going to win at this point without having spoken falsely, and those words that they spoke in God's name didn't come from God. That's the whole point of Deuteronomy 18, and we'll take a yep. look at that when we get there. So I mean, at this point, I, we as a, as as the the greater body of Christ must. Label these people what they are, false prophets. We must call for their repentance, for them taking down their platforms, ending their so-called prophetic ministries. And one of the people who gave a false prophecy regarding Trump was none other than the head of the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry, Chris Vallotton. Uh, I, I, I think the only ethical and biblically correct thing to do would be for Vallotton to leave public ministry and for the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry to close. I, that's that's that is the right uh, you know response to these failed prophecies. Clearly, if I'm the sure. head of Hogwarts is incapable of prophesying, <laughs> none of the people there are learning how to prophesy. You know, I'm sure Chris is listening right now, and he's he's taking notes on everything we're saying. Chris, yeah, he he really cares. I, <laughs> I don't I don't think he. <laughs> I don't think he is going to be saying, you know, those guys are speaking biblical sense because at this point, and it's sad, people like Dr. Michael Brown uh, refusing to uh, label them as false prophets. And I think of the guys at Remnant Radio who are engaging in the same kind of obfuscation. These are people who have blasphemed the holy name of God and carried his name into falsehood. They have taken his name in vain. And uh, and we shouldn't be giving them a light slap on the wrist and saying, "Well, mm-hmm. they they just need to uh, they they just need to uh, put some accountability over them." But don't discredit them and say they're not real prophets. They you know they, they, this is nuts. This is absolute nuts. So let me um, let me world up the desktop here, and uh, let's take a look. There we go. <sighs> this is going to be tough, Kozar. This is- <laughs> This is good. You, you do know that I just don't even want to press the play button to just well, looking at, at Pat Robertson. If it makes you feel any better, I was up till four in the morning working on this video, and um, I've seen this so many times now that I think I'm numb okay. to, how, to how truly bad it is. All right, let's rip the Band-Aid off. Let's go for it. Are you ready? Yep. Yep. We're going to do a deep dive here. Let's it, and, and if you want to stop, you tell me to stop. And you know, but the, uh, we'll let this play out and see what uh, what we got. What, is what I believe the Lord told me: the president is going to be reelected. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying by all means, get out and vote. I think it's time to pray. But, ladies and gentlemen, that's the word. You ask what's going to happen next. That's what's going to happen next. 
Well, we know for a fact the Lord didn't tell him that. Here's Jeremiah Johnson. That was an article right. he wrote. Okay. Trump will be third of my recent prophecies to be fulfilled, Prophet Jeremiah Johnson says. Okay. But the Lord told me to watch the L.A. Dodgers, to watch Amy Coney Barrett, and watch the re-election of Donald Trump. So I'm doing All right. So Jeremiah Johnson, and he's apologized for getting it wrong. Yeah, but he hasn't. He he hasn't apologized for being a false prophet. Well, there's a video, uh, a clip of him later on where he says that doesn't make me, or maybe he said it doesn't make a prophet false just because he said something false. So actually, actually it does. Yeah, and and and, and let's take a look at a text, shall we? That Um, didn't take long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and this is where Deuteronomy 18 comes into play. Uh, Deuteronomy 18. And we're going to note there's a question that is asked uh, talking about uh, presumptuous prophets. The prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak or who speaks in the name of other gods, that sh- same prophet shall die. We're going to note here that, uh, that this is a text referring to anybody speaking in the name of God a word that God has not commanded him to speak. And one of the one of the clear signs that you're dealing with somebody like that is somebody who's prophesying in the name of other gods. But that's only one of the tests of this of Deuteronomy 18. So the question comes up, if you say in your heart, how may we know the word that Yahweh has not spoken? All right, how do you know? How do you know a word that Yahweh hasn't spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of Yahweh, if the word does not come to pass or come true, that is a word that Yahweh has not spoken. All right? And you'll note then, it says the prophet has spoken it presumptuously, you need not be afraid of him. And why does it say you need not be afraid of him? Because here's the reason why false prophets, uh, they claim, they come speaking in the name of God. And and so anybody who is God-fearing should, you know, have some degree of fear of God in this particular case. And you'll note the false prophets, one of the things they're known for, touch not God's anointed, thus saith Benny Hinn and others, right? But here's the thing. All of these people, we can say we have, we should have no fear of them. We have a clear word from God that if, because what they spoke and, and said in his name has not come to pass, that was a word that God did not speak. Jeremiah Johnson did not hear God say, watch the reelection of Donald Trump. God didn't say it flat out. So what does this make him? A false prophet according to this test in Scripture. And then I, I pointed out uh, the other day that Ezekiel 13 is a, is a wonderful passage in this regard, and, uh, and we should <clears throat> pay close attention to God's disposition towards those, um, those who are false prophets. Ezekiel 13 says, The word of Yahweh came to me, son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who are prophesying and say, to those who prophesy from their own hearts, hear the word of Yahweh. Thus says Yahweh, uh, uh, Yahweh Elohim, the, the the Lord God. Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. I can I can definitively say Jeremiah Johnson didn't see nothing. Claims to have heard from God. God didn't tell him to uh, to watch the reelection of Donald Trump. Whatever he was listening to wasn't God. Your prophets have been like jackals among ruins, O Israel. You've not gone up into the breaches or built a wall for the house of Israel that it might stand in battle on the day of Yahweh. They have seen false visions, lying divinations. They say, declares the Lord when the Lord has not sent them, and yet they expect him to fulfill their word. (laughs) So, and you'll note, Jeremiah Johnson, Pat Robertson, and we're going to see a whole host of others. Yep. They have spoken words that God did not give them to speak. God did not send them, and they fully expected for God to fulfill their word. I, I noted uh, yesterday uh, that uh, on our uh, we it was actually so it was on Wednesday when we released the uh, the video that I did off uh, reviewing that guy's sermon from Manchester and Audacious Church. That somebody came into the uh, into the uh, chat uh, during the premiere and. 
said, don't panic, don't worry. God said that Trump is still going to be the president. He's going to serve a second term. And I, I rebuked the, the the person. I think it was a woman. And I, said, no, I saw that, Chris. I thought that was somebody being sarcastic <laughs> and making a joke. No, I, I, you could tell they weren't. Huh. And, and and so I rebuked the person and said, God didn't say that. And I quote, you know, I referred them to Deuteronomy 18. And that person changed their tune and started then slandering us and saying, uh, well, I, I'm going to leave this chat because it's clearly full of socialists. It, you know, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to quote another fact. Thou shalt, thou shalt you know, not bear false witness against your neighbor. You know, you know now slandering. I'm no, I'm no socialist or Marxist. You, you know, know a, that brings up a, a – a, a, a really common thing I've noticed, and that is <clears throat> if you have a weak idea and it's held based on weak foundations, you will see everything else as the polar opposite of it. Yeah. So what that person did was, oh, you don't believe the Trump prophecy? Therefore, you must have voted for Biden and you love socialism and you're probably a communist and you probably are serving the devil. That's so they, they go yeah. to one extreme to another right. because that's, that's how you protect a really weak idea. You think that yep. unless you, unless you have this idea, you have to have this other really, really terrible idea. Yeah. When in fact that's, there are multiple ways of looking at something. Yep. But scripture clearly is, is teaching us. God did not speak. God did not say that Trump would be reelected. God did not send these people to say these words. And yep. here's God's disposition you know, to the ones who expect them to fulfill uh, their words. Uh, have you not seen a false vision and uttered a lying divination? Whenever you have said, declares the Lord, although I have not spoken. This clearly applies to them. It's Therefore, so, thus it's, says, it's like it's like this verse was written to apply to what has just taken place. This is not yep. a. This does not appear to be thousands of years old. This seems like yeah. it was written yesterday. And, and for those who are, well, you're quoting the Old Testament, Rose, bro. My <laughs> question is, is like, uh, all right, who then told them that Trump was going to be reelected and serving a second term? And you know, and talking about the present, the, the last cycle we just went through. Who, who told them that? It wasn't God. I mean, the only other options are these people are mentally deluded. Uh, yep. So the voices in their head mean that they actually need to get psychiatric help or they're hearing the demonic. I mean, there's really f very little options. Other option is they're flat out liars. They just made it up. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, so note then Ezekiel 13, 8. Therefore, thus says Yahweh, Adonai Elohim, because you have uttered falsehood and see lying visions. Therefore, behold, I'm against you, declares Adonai Elohim, the Lord God. Uh, my hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and who give lying divinations. They shall not be in the council of my people, nor be enrolled in the register of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter the land of Israel. And uh, yeah, you, you get the idea here. God is God is not, um, let's just say, um, lenient when it comes to people who speak falsely in his name and speak mm -hmm. lying visions. Another text in this regard would be Jeremiah 14. Mm -hmm. And let me find it in the passage itself. Uh, let's see here. Then I said, ah, Lord God, behold, the prophets say to them, you shall not see the sword. Yeah, in Jeremiah, Jeremiah had to deal with a bunch of false prophets in his time. And I would note, uh, in the irony of ironies, Jeremiah, the real prophet of God, he was forbidden. They ended up keep, you know, not allowing him to even attend worship in the temple in Jerusalem. And he was the true prophet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so the Lord said to me, the prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I did not send them, nor did I command them to speak. They are prophesying to you a lying vision, worthless divination, and the deceit of their own minds. Therefore, thus says Yahweh concerning the prophets, who prophesy in my name, although I did not send them, and who say, sword and famine shall not come upon this land. And you can sit there and say, this, this applies then to the Trumpers, you know, the Trump prophecy people. God didn't send them. God didn't give them these words. God is against them. These are worthless divinations. These are lying and deceiving visions. I mean, all of these categories apply to these people. Yeah, and you so, know, looking at sword and famine shall not come upon this land as being a false prophetic utterance. It yeah. sounds it sounds eerily similar to the people who said 
Trump is God's man because if we have Trump, we'll have prosperity and we'll have a successful, great American, everything is going to work, blah, blah, blah sort of thing. But if we yeah. don't have Trump, God's hands are tied and America goes down the toilet. Well, it's your it's your fault, Kozar. You didn't have enough faith. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other the other issue. That's, yeah, that's, we'll get into that. Yeah, but but here's the thing we can definitively say God did not tell any of these people these things. Not Pat Robertson, not Jeremiah Johnson, not Chris Vallotton, any of the videos, clips that we're going to be looking at. God didn't say these things. The only other uh, the only other options as to where they got – the voices that were talking to them is they're crazy, they're liars, or they're hearing demonic voices. But yeah, we can you, absolutely patently rule out God altogether. And I would be interested if somebody has a, another option, put that in the comments. Where do you think these ideas are coming from? Because now, and, and I can hear somebody say, well, Scripture says we, we prophesy in part. Prophesy right. in part doesn't mean that we prophesy partly true and partly false. Right. All right. That's ridiculous. And I would note, I was talking with Justin Peters the other day, and he said something that I thought was worth kind of relaying. I hope he says it in one of his videos. But he noted that Scripture is very clear that the new covenant is always described in Scripture as superior to the old covenant. Hmm. All right. All right. The, so the new covenant that we're in, uh, that, that, that we have greater sacrifices, better priesthood, all these things that the book of Hebrews talks about. And his point was, and he asked the question, well, if we are in a greater covenant with greater sacrifices, a greater priesthood, and all these things, then that, why is it the prophecy tanked? <laughs> Yeah. You know, you know, whereas the prophets, the, the, the old covenant, you know, the uh, prophets had to get a hundred percent right. But apparently in the new, uh, yeah, you know, you just kind of have to chew the meat and spit the bones. You know, everything is superior in the new covenant, except for prophecy. It's way worse. You know, yeah, that, that, that was a, really a great point. point. That was, a, and, and I, I, I want to make sure people know it was Peters, Justin Peters, who said that not Rosebro. I'm just relaying what he said. Cause I thought that was a brilliant point on his part. And he's going to have a video probably out very close to this one uh, yeah. using, using some of these same clips. And I'm really glad I really want as many, you know, knowledgeable people to be commenting and to make these things super, super clear. Yeah. So that, so that Lord willing, this will have a huge impact in the lives of genuine Christians. That's my hope. Yep. My, my yep. hope is that people who are confused by this and they have this nagging thing in the back of their mind, like, you know, I know that all the people I used to follow are saying this is okay, but it doesn't seem okay. That nagging no. is the Holy Spirit. That no. nagging and and is, scripture is clear. God yep. is against them. These are worthless divinations. He didn't send them. He yep. didn't say these things to him. God had nothing to do with this nonsense. Now, I, 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 I put out a meme yesterday. Poor, poor Steve Schultz. I mean, he, he, he literally staked the entire reputation of the Elijah list on pink haired lady, old lady, Kat Kerr, who is bat guano crazy. Okay, this is a woman who thinks she can gand off a hurricane uh, and, you know, and yes. wave her stick at it and send it back off into the Atlantic. And every time she's done that, you know, I, I feel terrible for the the residents of uh, the United States and Florida and Georgia. Yeah, they, got, they got walloped, you know. <laughs> anyway, so I, I'm just saying, you know, betting, betting your reputation on Kat Kerr actually having gone up to heaven because, I mean, the lady lives up there practically. She's got an apartment or something. <laughs> You know, I mean, play, play this clip, and then I want to mention something about her as well. Okay, all right. Hey, so here's the first question. Do you really believe President Trump is going to be reelected? If you're caught up, if you are caught up to the throne of God, and he face-to-face -face tells you he is winning, there's no doubt whatsoever. He so, so she's been caught up in the throne of God. There's no doubt he's winning. Will man. win, because that's God's plan. This isn't just man's plan. This is God's plan for this time in the earth, and he is going to have his way. There's no doubt whatsoever. He will win because that's God's plan. <laughs> that's God's so, plan, man. I made a whole video about her in that in that particular clip, but what I wanted to say was Kat Kerr has always been the fringe of the fringe of the fringe. And yeah. uh, this thing where she claims to control the weather has been proven utterly false every single time. She's never done anything to stop any weather phenomena, but she doesn't stop doing it. She just yeah. keeps plowing forward. So she's either a 
a, a mentally disturbed person who really does think this stuff is real. And I think it's more likely that she is making money doing this. She goes on this speaking yeah. circuit and she sells crap and she, I'm sorry, I shouldn't use the word crap. She sells stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> and, and, and so she's got to keep this thing she's, going. She sells dog excrement. There yes. we go. So yeah. here's what I noticed. And I was talking to Justin myself the other day. You had the, all three of us been talking about this. We were on Social Blade, thanks to your son, Josh, who, who turned me on to Social Blade, where you can check all the statistics on everybody's YouTube channels. <clears throat> Sid Roth's channel has had a huge drop in viewership in the last 30 days. And it, it is, should. And it should. And that's good. But here's the weird thing. The Victory Channel, which is the um, pseudo news channel from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have had a I, – I don't remember exactly, but it's four or five times – uh, growth, not not a not a doubling of growth, but two or three or four or five times growth in the last thirty days. And here's what they did: they didn't do any of the apologies. They became the one channel where you could go and you could hear that Trump is still our man. Trump is still going to win. You just got to hold on. And they brought the fringe of the fringe of the fringe. They brought Cat Kerr onto their show uh, just about a week and a half ago, and she was a special I, guest. She I was saw like that. the honor guest. I saw that man. It, it was like it was like watching a you know aliens from outer space you know it's just it was nuts and I got and in this video which we probably won't get to but at the very end of this video I recorded her last night on Facebook still doing her shtick after the inauguration ended she's making excuses for how it's not over yet the date doesn't mean anything so anyway yeah. all right let's take a look at uh, Donald uh, what what church is this at? this is the you, church you, in Las Vegas that he would sometimes attend I forgot the uh, name but it's a it. charismatic mega church in Las Vegas. Got it. Okay. And the Lord said to me, I am going to give your president a second win. Lord didn't tell that to you, lady. I know. Here's another wow. view of her saying it again. That's Trump's reaction. Three meanings. Three meanings. Of three meanings. And the Lord said, he is ready for the next four years, and I'm giving him a second win. Do you understand that? What? Next four years. She was very specific. That very specific. That, that didn't work out. That Here's didn't work Robert out. Anderson being very specific as well. Has he? I've, I've heard that he's uh, filed a lawsuit in the courts of heaven uh, regarding <laughs> that's the— That's right. Uh, <laughs> regarding, no, that's for real. He's, he's filed a lawsuit in the courts of heaven regarding the election results. Uh, you know, so— Robert uh, Henderson yeah. is so bad and so fraudulent and so phony that even the remnant radio guys were clear about condemning his teaching. That you have to yeah, really but, work hard to get condemned by the remnant radio guys, but yeah, good, yeah. good on them that they would at least do that much. Yep. All right, let's take let's they did two whole episodes on this guy. Yeah. Two whole hour long episodes, but let's take a look at his intend to do through him it will take two terms to do. This is what he said. The army of God God didn't say that to you, buddy. All right, Mark Taylor. Yeah, we got we to gotta cover this guy. We'll have victory after victory after victory. And I love what President Trump always says. He says, you're going to get sick and tired of winning if there is such a thing. And that's going to be the same way for the army of God. It's going to be victory after victory after victory. Well, the how, how, you know, that didn't work eight out. Eight-year presidency. Absolutely. The army of God will have victory after victory after victory. And I love what President Trump always says. He says, you're going to get sick and tired of winning if there is such a thing. And that's going to be the same way for the army of God. It's going to be victory after victory after victory. Will it be an eight-year presidency? Absolutely. Absolutely, we will. Uh, you're sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure about that. In a prayer meeting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that didn't work out. That didn't work out. Lawrence Sanford, our Lawrence Sanford. All right, let's take a look from newsongchurchandministries.org. With our church last week, I saw in a vision Joe Biden melting away like a digital image disintegrating as the pixels fell apart. Maybe you just had bad reception on your antenna, dude. Because <laughs> the images I saw yesterday was with his hand on a really ginormous Catholic Bible, you know, as he was sworn in as the the forty sixth president of the United States. So yeah, you got just bad reception here. And that you know, I saw him fading into obscurity, and the Lord followed with a passage of scripture, Psalm forty seven. Starting at verse one. Oh, well, we know for a fact that wasn't the Lord who gave you that. So let's rule out God here. This this is your own heart or the devil. Clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with the voice of joy, for the Lord Most High is to be feared, a great King over all the earth. 
Great passage has nothing to do with Biden or Trump. He subdues people under us. He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us, the glory of Jacob, whom he loves. I've seen and I've sensed that with nothing to lose politically in a second term, the president will intensify his draining of the swamp. So I was... I, it's going to be tough for him to drain the swamp since all the water is flowing right back into it now. You know, and, and that guy actually did make a very sincere apology and he repented and said I was completely wrong. And this brings up in my mind an issue. That was, I think, October 22nd. Okay. What is it that gives somebody like, and he seems like a nice man. I, I, I don't want to sound overly harsh. Obviously, that was a false prophetic word from what we have to call a false prophet. But he yep. doesn't strike me as a, as a you know horrible demonic you know anything. He seems like he sincerely wanted to give what he thought was a word from God. And I'm thinking, why would you do that on October 22nd? Why would you go out on a limb? What benefit is there to doing that? I I see nothing but the potential for harm. But for yeah. whatever reason, as as uh, a person in his position with his charismatic background, he thought it was really important for him to go publicly. Just um, what would that be? Roughly two weeks before the election, and to to make this basically prediction, it's really yeah. Christian fortune telling. What is the benefit? The only benefit is there's a fifty fifty chance that you could be correct, and then you could say, you know, hey, uh, come to my meeting, buy my book, you know, whatever. Or he could be unselfish. He could sincerely think that he was helping. But really, how does that help? All the people listening to him, they were going to probably vote for Trump anyway. And anybody yeah. who wasn't going to vote for Trump, they were probably going to vote the same way. So the prophetic utterance, I just don't see the benefit. It's yeah. really weird. I'm not saying not I only that. I, I want to point this out, and that, and that is is that the atheists and the Muslims are having a heyday with these false prophecies. Absolutely, a heyday with it. They have these people with their false prophecies have brought severe reproach on the body of Christ and on the Christian message and on the gospel itself. A severe and. I'm sorry, but I don't care how nice you are. Blasphemy and taking God's name in vain and falsely prophesying are severe, severe ministry disqualifying types of sins. You know, and I think that brings up another issue, which is I think that there is a really bad understanding of what it means to speak prophecy or to speak prophetically to to give a word of prophecy has been loosely interpreted to mean basically you're going to predict a future event that's what that's the main emphasis and yet yeah they're they're basically at best they're making a guess that's all it is and god didn't say these words and and if god did tell them something about the future you have to wonder, is that really what God is in the business of doing? Is that the purpose of the church? Is that the purpose of a prophetic ministry to give us uh, basically like a heads up on the future? Like, like It's almost like they think that without these little tidbits of information about the future, we can't get by in this lifetime as Christians. Oh, sure, Jesus died for our sins. We have God's word. We have the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us through God's word. But that's not enough. We yep. need to have a, a little bit of extra information about something coming up in the future that the non-Christians don't have. And I just don't see that. Right. Well, they misuse Amos here in this context. Amos uh, 3.7, for the Lord uh, God does not does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. They, you know, over again, I've heard them uh, quoting this. Yep. But th- th- this, is, this is not a New Testament concept at all. And clearly God uh, didn't tell them COVID was coming. Uh, didn't tell them the, the uh, BLM riots of uh, last summer was coming. And God clearly didn't let them know Biden was going to be president. Right. Uh, and uh, and they didn't even see, you know, the, the, the insurrection and the riots at the uh, at the Capitol on January 6th. None of them saw these things coming. All right. So I'm going to note something here. And that is, is that um, that when it comes to these things, the, the people who are giving these prophecies, we're not talking about. K. Nash. We're not talking about Princess or Queen Bola Adelani. The people who gave these false prophecies are the cream of the crop, the senior generals of the charismatic movement in the NAR yep. in many instances. And 
And this calls into question their entire definition, methodology, and who is behind all of the prophecies that they've given. Because if they can't even get this right uh, with a 50-50 chance, the question is what else are they wrong about? That's an excellent point. And I, and I, in this video, I have some of the big names and I have some smaller names. I just tried to find everybody I could to give a, a full picture. In fact, the reason I made this video so long, and it's not my typical video with lots of little quick clips and jokes and, you know, kind of humor. It's really just a catalog. I wanted to, if, if all these people decide to take down their video at some point, I wanted to have my video as a document, so to speak. Yeah. So it. that we can all say, for, for here on into the future, this is what happened. Whether you like it or not, this is what happened. In their own words, on their own channels, with their own cameras and their own microphones, this is what they said. Yep. All right, let's, uh, let's keep going. Let's, let's slog through some more of these. I'm right? reluctant to, um, to release this prophetic word because I, I don't, I, I'm not comfortable with um, being seen as some sort of political pundit or political prophet. I'm just... Um, my whole focus is the is the kingdom of God and how the kingdom of God is expanded across the face of the earth. But I just um, I'll share with you what I felt um, the Lord say to me this morning. And um, the Lord didn't say this. And, you know that the, the scripture says, "Let the you know let the prophets prophesy and let the others judge." So um, I know some people will judge this word harshly; others will receive it. Um, the end result is. It's not up to me whether you receive it or not. It's my responsibility to share what I believe the Lord has shown me. So um, I felt the Lord say this, that there is a blue wave threatening to engulf the United States of America. Now, that blue wave obviously represents the, uh, the, the Democrat side of politics. But I heard the Lord say, for the sake of my remnant and for the sake of the gospel, I am releasing a red wave. That red wave is the blood of my son, Jesus. Donald Trump. Misappropriation of the blood of Christ here. Yes, that's, oh, that's really bad. Wow. We'll win a second term and we'll enact laws that will protect the clear clarion call of the gospel going out as never before. For the sake of the gospel. Well, apparently God doesn't care about the gospel anymore. God didn't tell him this. Yep. All right, Sid Roth. Um, who's that fellow uh, on the other, in the other block This is there? the protege of uh, Jesse Duplantis, the fake doctor, Kevin Sadai. Who, who oh, that's to, right. Kevin Sadai. Yeah, that's right. He All went right. to heaven for 45 minutes and he's been milking that fake story for years now. Every time he goes on Sid Roth, he's got a new crazy fantasy world story of what God told him most recently. So, All right. Well, let's take a look. I mean, Sid Roth for months now has been, you know, all Trump, all, you know, and, and it didn't pan out for him either. Now, most of hey, my prophetic. This? Yeah. This is what happens when Sid Roth is in a hurry and he doesn't put on any makeup. If people want to notice this later on and zoom in, it's it's uh, very interesting, to say the least. Friends, uh, every one of them has said to me that uh, – even though he's not your consummate politician, President Trump, he's God's choice. Do you feel that same way? Yes, I believe that without a doubt. I believe that the Lord had ordained this long ago, Sid. And what's going to... Yeah, okay. Uh, Mike Lindell, all right. And Stephen Strang of uh, Charisma Magazine. Okay. This election, Donald Trump, I don't want to... Is going to win Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. Wow. I can name some of those states where he didn't. Um, wow. Uh, all everywhere. Um, you know, Ohio, Florida, even Nevada. I mean, these these polls are false. And everyone, everywhere you go I, on the ground, people, you don't see Biden signs out there. You see, I'll just take the black demographic, the African-American, their vote was like 6 to 8%, I think, in 16. He's going to get 20 to 25% of that vote. He's done more for African-Americans than anybody in history. So these are the things I'm seeing. It's going to be the greatest um, red wave you've ever seen. Yeah, that didn't, that didn't pan out either. These are, these are horrifyingly bad. Yeah. And, and Steve Strang is on the other line with him. Yeah, Stephen String actually was selling a book about Trump, and he was interviewing all these people. And Mike Lindell, I don't know if he would say that he was speaking prophetically or not. That's a, maybe a, a distinction that's worth mentioning. Some of them just really believed it, 
most of the people in this video, as far as I can tell, were saying it wasn't that thus they believed the it. Lord. Yeah, yeah, thus saith the Lord is what they were saying. All right, let's keep Boy, going. Well, that's exciting. Hello, Sid Roth here. I'm here with my friend, Dr. Francis Miles. Uh, Francis, you said something to me on the phone last night that got me so excited because I've heard this phrase before. I've heard about the November surprise, but God told you there'd be two November surprises and not only two November surprises. He told you uh, that uh, who was going to win <laughs> the presidential election. So God said to me, oh, no, in November, there is going to be an overwhelming number of white liberals who talk like they hate the president publicly, but in the secrecy of the ballot box, God says, I'm going to work a miracle. <laughs> they, 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 each one of these guys is trying to win the how wrong can I be contest, and I don't know who the winner is. They all get first prize. <laughs> I mean, who knew that Ellen DeGeneres was vote, voted for Trump? I mean, yeah. who knew, man? And okay. the secrecy of the ballot box, yeah. Scroll, the, yeah. Let's, let's go forward like about 10 minutes because it just keeps going. Um, All right, 10 minutes. So just, I'm going to go to about the 16-minute mark. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I, You know, I got to get mullet guy in. I have to, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, if, if your source for theology and prophetic words is is you know somebody who can't even pull off MacGyver, you you know anyway I, I got to get him in. Hang on, and here. even to establish some things that would work in his behalf. But I need someone to run with him in the spirit to see that accomplished. Who is going to win? Uh, <laughs> this is almost a, it is it is I, I it I hate to say it, it is nearly worse than Cat uh, Kerr. It is so distracting to look at. I mean, it looks like the guy went to Home Depot and grabbed a mop, went over to Walmart, grabbed some hair dye, and colored it up and threw it on his head. You know, it's interesting. In in the thumbnail for some of the videos he's in, there's a different picture of him, which has got to be fairly recent. And his hair was completely different. He had, like, bangs. And so this hairdo, which looks like it's left over from 1977, is actually a very recent construction. He's he's only done that in the last – few years so he thinks this looks good this was a deliberate decision <laughs> to, to style his hair that way I, we yeah. don't normally talk about the way people if, look. if, if should... i ever do this i want you to come to my house and yes. take away my camera okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I will bring my scissors. god's shown you robin well you know um i went into i was in a meeting down in florida yeah and uh I, the, I was listening to the Lord before this meeting, and uh, this wasn't even on my mind, but this is the way it happens at times. And I turned around, and the news was on, and I saw Joe Biden on the screen. And uh, you remember this. I told you this. I said, uh, I looked around, and just out of conversation, I said, Lord, Joe Biden don't need to be president. And just like this, just like if you'd answered me, he said, he won't. God didn't say that because um, as of yeah, – I mean, so we're recording this on a Thursday, Kozar. Um, Biden's been president for almost – well, actually for 24 hours now. 24 hours. So God didn't tell him that, that Biden won't be the president. Yeah, you know, um, maybe we should scoot forward a bit because I want to get to what's happening in the last few days. Or the all, right, last give, all right, give me a timestamp. Give me a timestamp. Uh, go to 45 minutes in about 30 seconds. I think that will get us. <laughs> we're, we're missing all of these. What, oh, man. 45 what? Uh, yeah, just before. This Hank Kuhneman. Uh, okay. Where you, I can't see what the numbers say. Okay, hang on. I'm at 45.29. Let me just back. Yeah. To, uh, let's finish this cat cur. Okay. Oh, she's wearing the NASA shirt, so that, this is recent. Okay, hang on. I hope you're not listening to the fake news. Uh, there, I said that to you. Uh, you need to know who you're listening to. After 400 years of bondage to interject himself. Now, uh, is this on the, the Kenneth Copeland Victory ne- yeah. Network? Okay, yeah. yeah, that's right. And, Hank, and 
Kat Kerr is going to be on that show again tonight. She was she was promoting it on her own uh, Facebook channel last night, and I have that. Oh, in good it. night. So good night. these people are not, and, and and I want to. They're just they're tripling that, down and they're moving the prophetic goalposts. That's exactly it's, what you're going to hear me say in my quote here. But yeah, the, um, the thing that I I I have to wonder is. This channel, like I said, Sid Roth lost viewers, but the Victory Channel has gained a tremendous amount of new viewers. And if they have monetized, that means they're making probably, and I know this based on my experience on YouTube, they're probably making tens of thousands of dollars in revenue because they're getting millions of new views in just the last few I, weeks. I, I, I'm doing it wrong. And, yeah, I got to yeah. I got to start. I got to stop heresy hunting man i'm not I'm, I'm not making that kind of bank what on earth anyway let's uh, let's take a, take a listen here. into a nation of people who had been under harsh taskmasters for 400 years what am- now we're misappropriating the book of exodus and the uh, the slavery of the children of israel oh, by the way chris did you know that the um the the egyptians were communists according to this guy <laughs> he says it twice what yes <laughs> Uh, Karl Marx hadn't uh, he hadn't written his communist manifesto back in no. the BC era. What on earth? I'm saying we may have, and there are those that may have been giving up on God. They're seeing that it doesn't appear that anything. No, 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 no. I want to make something very clear. Anybody who gives up on the, these false prophets isn't giving up on God. Yep. In fact, it's quite the opposite. You give up on these false prophets, and you embrace the truth of Scripture. Then what you're doing is you're giving up on the devil and his deceptions. All right. Let's just to make that clear. It's changing. It doesn't look like there's anything that has changed. And so they're giving up and they're all looking at somehow that the 20th next week is the deciding factor, whether the prophets are true, whether they're false, whether this nation is going forward or not. This is called. Yeah, moving the goalposts. Yeah, yeah, so you, 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 all right, let me, let me get your commentary in here because you, you, great minds think alike, man. Yeah. Moving right, the goalposts. January mm-hmm. 20th is Inauguration Day, and the president begins his term on this day. The Electoral yep. College has already declared Joe Biden the winner of the presidential election on January 7th. Anyway. Yeah, and Trump got re-impeached, and there's a good chance that that's actually going to stick, which hmm. means uh, if, uh, if they actually take this thing to trial, um, Trump may not be able to ever run again. You know, yeah. this is like reading the score after a football game has ended and saying just because one team has more points than the other doesn't mean they won the game. And God is <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to say this to uh, all you out there who don't root for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers won the World Series in 2020. Get over it. You, you can't go back and say, no, no, no. Spiritually, uh, the Tampa Bay actually won. Yeah. And this is where somebody like this guy, Hank Kuhneman, <clears throat> He is – what we're doing right now, we're talking off the cuff. I'm okay at it. I'm not as good as you, and there are other people better than both of us. And this guy, he is amazingly good at it. He talks with confidence. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about, and what he's saying is utter falsehood. It's incredibly yeah. deceptive, and he does it with authority, and he sounds confident. And But if you take the words apart, and that's part of what I do with my videos, I watch every single word carefully, and I dissect them. And when you do that, which is what nobody, nobody ever does. Most people are listening, and they're just kind of hearing it one time, and they're getting a gloss overview. And if that's all you're doing, it kind of sounds good from a distance. But when you take the words apart and you look at the actual meaning, you see that what he's saying is it's nonsense at best. And it's really more than nonsense. It's it's actually, um, it's deceit, it's falsehood, it's lying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the name of God, too. In the name of God. It, it is utter blasphemy. This is what it means to take God's name in vain, to carry right. it into falsehood. I'm not looking at any of this. I've said what I've said. I'm remembering my covenant. That's right. The people may not be remembering the covenant. The- what covenant is he referring to? When did God make a covenant with us regarding who's going to be president? People may be uh, cowering or, or, or quitting or flip-flopping, but God has an intent, and it's this. He's not taking his hand off of the United States of America. He's not changing his plan. At this point, nobody should take this man seriously when he... No, everybody needs to abandon listening to him. You know, mm-hmm. all, No money. No money to Ken Copeland. <laughs> no money to any of these people. They're, cut him off. Cut him off. We, we, you know, we'll declare a, a spiritual embargo. 
you know. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do that? Ends <laughs> to speak on behalf of God and tries to explain what God's plans might be. Now, here's something that's interesting that that I want to share real quick, and that is this. And you know, oftentimes, and I wrote this down that you know, some are feeling like their hope is being doused with next week's events. Did you ever? They are. You got to see is, what he does here, Chris. There's you no hope this. here. Think this about First Kings chapter 18. When here this prophet stands up. First Kings 18. He's, he's, we're, at, we're at Mount Carmel. Prophets of Baal and Elijah, right? You've got to be kidding me. The prophet Elijah, and he, he begins to declare a prophecy. The God who answers by fire is the true God. And so he builds this altar, and guess what he does? Well, God didn't burn Biden up before the inauguration. Wait, can you can you even guess what he's going to do with this passage? Let's no, see I have can. no idea. I, I just yeah. want to point this out, though, that uh, those uh, angels that Paula White uh, summoned from Africa, <laughs> they they – I, I got, think they got, they, got I, they got they they took a wrong turn in Albuquerque or <laughs> or they failed to actually pass a covid screening in order to get into the country. The Gulf so, Stream lifted them up to the UK or something. Uh, maybe they're in Antarctica now, you know. You yeah. never know. Yeah. All right, let's, I have no idea where he's going with this, but I am it's already amazing. getting like annoyed at the moment as this flagrant misuse of scripture. This man has no fear of God. None. So, right. All right, let's go on. He's instructed to pour water or douse the very prophetic word. It almost looks yeah. impossible. Are you this kidding so, me? This is so bad. There's there there's like a there's a, a level of badness, and then when you get to the very top, you still haven't reached Hank Kuhneman. He's he's above the highest level of badness. I don't know what oh, that this, is anymore. So, in other words, uh, Biden being inaugurated is the equivalent of water being poured on the sacrifice. Well, and what he's doing is he's saying to all the people who are doubting, as they should, they're saying, "I don't know if I can trust these men anymore." He's saying, "No, they you can't. You never could." Right. But there, but he's he's trying to protect himself from the obvious doubts that people are having about him and about his his fellow false prophets. Let, let him keep going a little bit. In the right. world, is God going to act now that we just poured water on a prophecy that we just declared that he would answer by fire? Right. To some, January 20 is their dousing. If, if, if it goes the other way, they think that every prophet is wrong. Every prophet who said Biden would lose and Trump would have a second term is wrong. There is no yep. other way to look at this. Ha! <laughs> I remember that. Ha! Ha! And there is no way this nation's ever going to go forward. There's, 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 there's no way that Donald Trump will ever be part of the future plan of how God is going to raise up this nation in greatness. But I want to say this. Right now, it looks like... This doesn't sound like anything to do with Christianity. This almost sounds like some weird idolatrous form of Christian nationalism that these people yes. are promoting. That's a, that's this, a good way to put it. I, I am sorry, but uh, as a warm-blooded conservative growing up in the uh, in Reagan era, I don't recognize this as having right. anything to do with Christianity or, or even a real love for the Constitution. Our hopes are being doused. Yeah. Next week, it looks like our hopes are being doused, but that's when the fire falls and things begin to shift and change. There. Yeah, what, have you noticed any fire falling in the last 24 hours? Has it well, shift and change yet? I mean, so that was on the 14th, and he said, you know, the the 20th is is right around the corner, but it's not here yet. You wait. When the 20th comes, that's when the fire will fall. Well, the 20th came and left, and these guys are still they're just pushing the goalpost further down the line. Wow! Comes a moment when you prayed through, you've fasted, you've done what you have to do, and then the outcome is in God's hands, and you have to really look with trust and say, what God's... You know, I have to wonder, is the reason why all these uh, false prophets, they're putting so much energy into doubling and tripling down and moving the prophetic goalposts due to the fact that they, they don't care a, link, a wit about Trump or uh, the America, they care about their money stream, you know? Yes. That's One just has to wonder. It's a it's a legitimate question because they have, I mean, if they see a huge drop like Sid Roth did, 
I would expect that their narrative will change. They'll go on to something else. It'll be about who knows what. But I do notice something in the um, uh, even before the election, they were sometimes mentioning Trump is going to get reelected and there's going to be a great revival. So then after he was not elected, but there was still this doubt because the inauguration hadn't happened, they increased the comments about this great revival. And they decreased the idea that Trump was definitely going to win, although most of them still said that he was definitely going to win. Now they're saying either Trump is going to come in office, even though he won't, but they, they still think that that might happen. But they're really increasing the idea that there's going to be a revival. And the, the crazy thing is they said with Trump, we're going to have a revival. In other words, we need this election to go towards Trump to have the revival. Now, guess what they're saying? Well, because Trump didn't get elected, that means there's going to be a great revival. So either way, they're still promoting this, you know, end times revival thing, which has been going on for decades. And, you know, I'm not against a revival, but that's that's just part of the story that they sell. And if there is no revival, there is no need for people to watch the next video. So I really think that whether they would admit to it and even if they're aware of it, they have to have this idea of this great new thing is coming. Either that or a really, really bad thing is coming. It's got to be something really sensational. In well, order for- something's coming. Yeah, so they have, that's how you get viewers. They don't. If they said, hey, we're going to do a video about teaching the Bible next week, nobody would watch it. So that's yeah. why they're they're always pushing some crazy, you know, exciting, dramatic, maybe really bad, maybe really good. We have good. the inside track. The other, you know, this is, this is yes. the stuff your pastor doesn't want you to know. Yes. I, I, yeah. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Here. Now, I may not understand, but I'm convinced that God is doing something that is going to become clear to me once he makes his acts known. Yeah. I mean, now I want to go on record right here uh, because I know a lot of people have talking heads from hell. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Texted and I know Pastor Hank, you've got this too. Well, are, are you guys... Are you guys moving off of what you stood for? Are you saying that uh, this was wrong? And are you going to apologize? And uh, I'm not backing off one bit. I'm not. I'm staying right here. Not going to repent for blaspheming God's name. Right. Got it. Pastor Hank, are you backing off? No, in fact, uh, I'm not. And something that Lance just said, <clears throat> you know, regarding the misery, we cannot forget the pattern of how God operates. There was so much misery and... Bo- yeah, well, in the past, pattern that God operated from is if somebody gives a false prophecy, it doesn't come true, they were stoned to death. I mean, that that's the Old Testament pattern. Are we... Are we okay. ...and crying out from a communist uh, government, the Egyptians. On- what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, you can forward this because this is me talking over this. Skip forward. Regarding the things that we've seen. So, no, I, I'm not conceding. But I did write something down, Pastor Gene, that I want to just make a couple of references. He's not conceding. Right. <laughs> who, who is he? I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't know that Hank Kuhneman conceding had anything to do with who's the president of the United States. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I've conceded that I'm not going to be the next monarch of the United Kingdom. Right. You know, good. Well, it's about time, Roseboro. Okay. Is uh, about that I think are important so that people understand why I am committing over the next uh, few nights, weeks to continue to stand and and put my face out there. First, <laughs> why? Well, God has not spoken to me to repent. To concede. Oh, yeah, he has. In yes, his he word, has. he has clearly called you to repent of your blasphemy, of your breaking of his commandments, of of you speaking false lies and, and the deceit of your own heart. Oh, yeah, you just haven't read your Bible. You know, God clearly has spoken to you from his word to repent. And I'm asking that people afford me and others, other prophets, other believers, other pastors, intercessors, that are standing right now to hear God's voice regarding it. And some of the demands for repentance that has happened, I think we're going to find has been a little bit premature because. (laughs) 
This premature. is on and on. Premature. So, so yeah. let me ask you this: are, are, Is this entire video going to be up on your channel? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. The whole thing. All right. So. I, I, I think we're just belaboring the point at this point because yeah, I, I think we've done a, a fine sampling. And for those of you who are gluttons for punishment and would like to watch the thing in its entirety. And you know uh, what I might over- do? I might make a, a shorter, funnier version because this is so painful. But I wanted to – basically, I had somebody email me and say, I really appreciate the way you compile things. But can you make one without all the jokes so I can send it to my charismatic friends? Because right. there's a better chance they might watch the whole thing. And I said, you know, that's a good idea, especially okay. with this Trump thing and all the false prophets all doing the same thing. I thought it would be a good idea. So Okay. So, so all right. So th- those of you who have hung on this long. <laughs> Vlog on our video. <laughs> Obvious. We just dropped the playhead at several different places, and you, you got the idea. But uh, I do think that this will become the encyclopedia of false prophecies regarding Trump. And you know uh, what? And- there, there's there's more. I I could have made a five hour video. I could have made a ten hour video. I don't think my computer would have functioned. I, I, I think you'd be put in, a, in an institution if you tried yes. that. Yes, that's you know, true. Th- there's there's only so much the human psyche can take. <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, but uh, this 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 mul- this long um, you know hour twenty minute long thing that uh, you put together, uh, people will be able to view it at the messed up church yep. YouTube channel if you want to watch it in its entirety and and uh, this will be the non joke version that uh, you know that you know that uh, that people can send to their charismatics and call them to repent, yep. man, call yeah. them to repent. And um, again, th- this this is real simple. I'm not a communist. I'm not a Marxist. I am a, I am a firm conservative, uh, you know, confessional, you know, constitutional guy, you know. But uh, all of that being said, Trump lost, you know. Just and it's yeah. time for you to get over that fact. Whether or not there was cheating involved, if these prophets were really telling the truth, then God would have said, "Well, here's what's going to happen. Trump's really mm-hmm. going to win." But they're going to cheat and they're going to steal the election. That's what the song they would have been singing all the way back in September and October and November. That's, but the song they were singing, yeah. okay, you know, but none of them said that. You know, all, Trump's going to win. He's got four more years. He's going to do all this stuff for the sake of the gospel and the remnant and all this kind of stuff. And they, all these people are false prophets. All right. So and, and that's what they are. They need to be cut off. Everybody needs to stop watching them, sending money to them, listening to them. If these people were truly penitent, they would not say, well, I missed it. I made a mistake. They would say, I blaspheme God's name. I'm a false prophet. And repenting means me leaving ministry. You know, and, you know, and if they want to then go and attend a reputable seminary and be, you know, have some accountability along them and have some kind of path to restoration, uh, you know, but not, not in prophetic ministry, uh, you know, then, then they can discuss that with whatever reputable church body and organization, you know, that they want to be accountable to. But the thing is, is that, you know, why they're not going to repent and why they're not going to go away? Because none of these guys have any accountability at all. They are they are accountable only to themselves, and as long as they're able to deceive people and make them believe that they are speaking prophetically from the from the voice of God, they're going to continue on and, and make a killing uh, a killing yeah. a lot of money doing so. So, and, and anything you want to add? There, uh, some of the smaller people that most people have not heard of who made these false prophetic utterances, I would give them the benefit of the doubt and, and say they're not doing it for the money. <clears throat> but for the really famous ones, the ones that we focused on, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a, an element of profit involved that you just have to take into account. It, it's, it's just so obvious that this story of this false prophetic thing has made them a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, maybe, maybe in some cases, um, the smaller ones, that's not the case. So I, I want to be fair to some of these small time because I did put some people in my video who are not very well known and who are, I would yeah. say, genuinely deceived. And I and my heart is I don't talk about my heart very much because I don't like that language. But my heart really is to yeah. give information to people, compare it to Scripture so that they can find freedom. In God's word, that's that's kind of the right. bottom line. There is freedom in the unchanging word of God, 
And yep. there is no freedom in the false prophets who say some things that might sound good and other things that are obviously false. Why do you why do you put yourself into that place where you have to constantly decide what's true and not true? Just yep. trust God's word. That's what that's exactly. My and, 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 and get to a church where these people have no sway yes. or influence. Yes. Uh, and and it, you, you, are, you don't have to worry about them showing up in your church as a special speaker or anything like that. Get into a church where the pastor only cares about rightly proclaiming God's word, proclaiming yeah. repentance and the forgiveness of sins, and exegeting and, ex, and, and expositing the word of God correctly. That's what you need. All, yeah. these, other, all these other yahoos, they are, they are sent by the devil. And you know what they are, Chris? What are they? Basta. Uh, see, you know, yeah, I, that's how you end a program right there. You can't, you can't top me. I got the basta. I, I, you know, I, I'm capable of switching scenes and cutting your microphone is what I'm hey, able Josh, to do. Josh, take the Cindy Jacobs basta thing and stick it in here. Right, right, right at this point. Basta. It'll be the best video ever. I'm telling you without basta. I, I'm not going to tell him not to, cause he'll do it. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Well, uh, Steve, thank you for your time and thank you oh, for your work. Yeah. And um, and and uh, and I pray that this this uh, video will will help people. And it's time it's time for the body of Christ to wake up. Yep. These people have never been telling us the voice of God from their dreams, their visions, and their so-called prophecies. All of these people have been prophesying their delusions of their own mind, and it and it shows up in the fact that they they are constantly filling our heads with words that don't come from God. Mm-hmm. That being the case, this is they aren't going to disciple you in the doctrines of Christ and what Scripture says. They are false teachers. They yep. are false prophets, and they are the ones that that Christ describes in the Sermon on the Mount when He says that on, on that day people will say to me, "Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in Your name? Do we not perform mighty signs and wonders in Your name?" So and He'll say, "Depart from me. I never knew you, you workers of lawlessness." That's what these people are, and it's time for us to adopt Scripture's view, God's view of these people, and consider that blaspheming God's holy name and prophesying falsely is not something that we should take lightly. It's something that we should consider so serious of a crime that it disqualifies somebody from being heard within the visible body of Christ. So that's 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 what that's what my uh, I think Scripture teaches us to do because God wills for these people to be silenced. See Titus chapter one if you're not sure about that. But Kozar, I'm going to sign off real quick and uh, we'll chat afterwards about your Boston breakthrough here. Okay. <laughs> if you found this video helpful. Uh, All the information on how you can share the video is down below in the description. And until next time, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ, his vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen. So what'd you think? Love to get your feedback if you'd like to email me regarding anything you've heard on this edition or any previous editions of Fighting for the Faith. You can do so. My email address is talkbackatfightingforthefaith.com or you can subscribe on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Pirate Christian. Follow me on Twitter. My name there, at Pirate Christian. Till next time, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ, his vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen.